Welcome to the Gravity Technique podcast. My name is Kaz and I'm the creator of the Gravity Technique, which is a bridge between the face-meltingly boring science world and the practical application of how your body actually works. I've spent 20 years researching anatomy and movement, so you don't have to, and this podcast is where I dive into debunking, de-jargoning and myth-busting some of our most common ailments. So if you're ready to feel empowered and take responsibility for your own health and well-being, let's get started. Hello, hello. Okay, so this one's going to be a bit of a soapbox moment. It's a bit of a ranty rant. I have been sent a photo of a very beautiful ad campaign for some trainers that say you never have to bend down and touch your shoes ever again. Where do I even start? (laughs) Where do I even start? Um... I cannot even begin to, I cannot even, it's it's so shocking, I cannot even start to convey to you how wrong this is. Are there times in, first things first, because there was a bit of an argument going on on social media where somebody said I was shaming people uh, who need these supports. There is no shame here. There are times in your life when you are not going to be able to get down to your shoes. When I was heavily pregnant with my daughter, that was one of the times when I would have loved this product because my, me and the shoes were a really long way away from each other. My husband was painting my toes for me. Um, and yes, the feet and I had separated temporarily. Are there other times? There are many, many times in our life when we are not going to be able to bend down to get to our shoes. And that is okay. And that's what these types of things are for. What I question is why a mainstream trainer brand would be investing so heavily in something that technically comes under the under the banner of a mobility aid. And what's really important for us is that that's what they are. They are an aid. They are not a normal, everyday um, thing that that everybody needs. We do need to be able to bend down to pick things off the floor. We do need to be able to bend down to tie our shoelaces up. And we do need to bend down to the floor to keep ourselves in an optimum range of movement. This is part of being healthy is having appropriate flexion and extension through our bodies. So, and and what these aids do is they lead us down a very slippery slope very quickly. If you limit your range of movement, your body will get used to that really, really quickly. And then it deems it normal, it takes in the slack, and that range of movement is gone. And then after, you know, if you want it back, you've got to go and put the work in to go and get it. And that sometimes that cannot be very comfortable. If you're post-surgery, absolutely. These these trainers are going to be, you know, the next best thing since sliced bread because they're going to help you to rehabilitate and they're going to help you to get out and have a walk and you'll be able to put your shoes on without um, waiting for someone else to do it for you. So there's a dignity thing in there as well because we become so we feel like we're becoming self-sufficient post-surgery quite quickly and that's great. So there's lots and lots of great things about these um, aids that we're being offered. 
but also there is this underlying kind of insidious um, marketing that's happening that is normalizing the fact that we are becoming more sedentary, more inflexible and more in pain than we ever have been before. And this is just wrong. It is not normal for you to have to take painkillers every day. It is not normal for you to not be able to put your shoes on. It is not normal for us to have such a limited range of movement that we can't perform basic daily activities and basic functions like dressing ourselves, all those other things. So, of course, in some cases, we do need support um, in in these uh, in these activities. I work with clients who have cerebral palsy and a range of other different um, I don't want to call them issues or illnesses or disabilities, really. They're just, you know, it's just what we're working with. And having had multiple surgeries myself, I understand the need for these things. But there is a systematic normalisation happening here. I hear from many clients that, that come through my doors and they don't stay because they rehabilitate and they go off back to their lives and start living the lives that they love again. But many of them come through the door with these normalisations that are happening around us. It's just my age. You know, this is what I expect. I'm menopausal. This is normal for menopause. I'm over 70. I shouldn't be able to bend down to tie my shoelaces. You know, I'm drying out like a prune. That's normal. And it's over and over again, we are normalizing these problems that we're feeling and they leave us miserable because you shouldn't have a body that is hurting you every day. And we want to follow the why. If your range of movement is changing, if you're becoming more inflexible, if things are starting to hurt, if, you know, things are becoming more difficult and you're not able to do the things that you used to, why? And as with all things gravity technique, why, why, why? Always follow the why. Why is this not happening? If I had something and now it's gone, why? Where did it go? What changed? Let's look at the life events that caused this to to, to change. And this is so important that we really look over our habitual and compensatory movement patterns and start to identify things that might not be useful. But I really do take issue with having these products that are being marketed to us so often. Um, I did a, a podcast episode a little while back now to do with the pelvic floor. And again, this really quite heavy marketing campaign. I see it all over the TV. It's on billboards around um, the city where I live. You can see it everywhere. All these products for, you know, incontinence and it's normalizing incontinence in women from the age of 35 onwards. If you've had a baby, your pelvic floor doesn't work. It's normal. If you are a certain age, your pelvic floor doesn't work. It's just normal. And there are products that support the normalization of that. Do we have times in our life when we need incontinence products? Absolutely. Again, I go back to my own pregnancy experience. I also go back to um, 
being post-surgery and having, um, it's a bit personal, a bit TMI, but having a catheter in for any um, length of time can leave you with issues uh, where you're going to be incontinent temporarily, but you get some Kegel exercises in, you put things back as they should be, and off you go again. But the problem is with having these products that we that have been normalised for our day-to-day use. You know, you buy these trainers, you never have to touch your shoes ever again. You buy these incontinence products and you just replace your underwear drawer with these products. So they're not an aid to rehabilitation, they're a replacement and now they become a normal part of your day-to-day life. And, you know, this leads us on a real slippery slope if you don't need to touch your shoes to put them on, where does where does the buck stop with that? Does it just keep going? When does it come that you, now you can't put your trousers on? When does it start to happen that you now can't put your underwear on? Or maybe you can't bend down to touch your knees anymore? Or maybe you're just not bending forwards at all. You can't bend down to get things out of the cupboard in the kitchen. Or you can't bend down to... Um, pick stuff out of the dishwasher and then you're not able to get in and out of the bath and you know this is a real slippery slope and as I say it's insidious because if you talk to anybody about these things or we talk to um, you know I spend a lot of time talking to, to groups of people and they all tell me that you know everybody else is doing it so it's being normalized you know it's just my age doesn't everybody wear these products because it's just my age? And actually, I really want to challenge that because from what we've been doing in the gravity technique here, working with people, getting their feet functional, helping to get them out of pain, helping them to understand how their bodies work, and then the range of movement comes back and these products aren't needed anymore. So whilst they are an aid, we need to see them as providing us with a window of opportunity. They are providing a service while we rehabilitate and get back to what we would say is a normal range of movement, an appropriate range of movement, so where we can function well in our day-to-day life. Because it really is a slippery slope. If we start with just the shoes, where does that end? If we start with our incontinence products um, in one area of the body, I'm not quite sure how to put this without it sounding absolutely horrible, but if we start using incontinence products for one area of the body, where does that stop? Because whilst these, are, whilst these products are being promoted for just a little bit of pee, I can guarantee you it doesn't stop there. Because if the pelvic floor is failing... That, that covers all the pelvic floor, not just the front bit, if you get where I'm coming from. So what do we do? How do, how do we start getting empowered to take responsibility for our, our own health and well-being? You know, look at your Kegel exercises, get down to your local exercise classes. We're not moving as much as we should be. If you are sedentary for long periods of time, get yourself out and walking get yourself down your local exercise class, come over and see us at TGT. We have, you know, classes on Zoom and fascia informed courses and all of these different bits and pieces. If things are going very, very wrong, obviously pop in and 
have a have an informal chat and see about our one-to-one products but it really is I wanted this episode to just get you to pause and just think about marketing think about these products that are being sold to us as par for the course and something that we all just need because well because it is because we're aging because we're menopausal because you know and all these different life experiences that we had life happens it does and it throws us off sometimes and sometimes we need aids and we need assistance to get us back on track but ultimately these do not need to be things that we use on a day-to-day basis and as I say if we get started on that slope where does it stop if we start limiting our range of movement with something as simple as putting our shoes on where does that stop And I just wanted to cause you to just pause for a moment and just have a little think about that. And I joke a lot about the snack cupboard, but (laughs) the snack cupboard and I have issues. Um, But, you know, the post-it note on the outside of my snack cupboard says, is it useful? Is it beneficial? And that's not just a one-off question. That's a question I ask every day. So if we need these things initially great. Can we use our incontinence products alongside an exercise program for Kegels and a functional feet module? Because obviously your pelvic floor is, um, in TGT world, your pelvic floor is completely controlled by the arches of your feet. So if your arches have dropped in your feet, then your pelvic floor will fail to fire. If you've got knee pain, if you've got tight inner thighs, your pelvic floor will fail to fire. If you've had spine issues, if you've got disc issues, if you've got core weakness your your pelvic floor will be affected by those things so it's starting to follow the why why is my pelvic floor not doing what it's doing do I need products initially to keep me comfortable while I rehabilitate yes I work a lot with people that have had hip issues or have hip issues we're trying to prevent the surgery we are repent, we are preventing the hip replacement surgery or we're re- rehabilitating from hip and knee surgery in which case are these trainers important yes they are but there is a time where we have to hang up the trainers and go back to tying our own shoelaces because we've adequately and appropriately restored our range of movement so it's just pausing to think about that is it useful is it beneficial And can I use it as part of a broader picture? And have I got an outcome for that? It's really important that we focus on outcomes. We do that a lot here at TGT. What's your outcome? What do you want to be doing? Where are you going? So if you have this surgery, what does it give you? Well, it gets you to pain-free. Great. So if we get you to pain-free, then what do we want? Well, we want to build muscles in this area and we want to change a movement pattern in this area. Great. Now what do you want? I want to go back to tennis. I want to go back to chasing my grandkids around the playground. I want to go back to skiing. I hear so many different outcomes. Hiking, walking, running the London Marathon. All these different outcomes. So where are you going? Is it useful? Is it beneficial? What's your outcome? So if you're using these products, wonderful. Use them as an aid, but just be very, very wary of when they become a comfort blanket. So I hope you found this session useful. Pause and have a think. If you've got questions, 
head over to the Gravity Tech, uh, sorry, don't, not the, just gravitytechnique.com forward slash links. You can pop a question into us over there. I love your questions. Please send them to me. Uh, this whole episode is based on the fact that somebody sent me um, a photo of this marketing campaign for these trainers and said, what do you think of this? And this is where this came from. And it's starting these conversations, not just taking it as read, being curious and asking about the usefulness, asking about the benefits. What's this going to give me right now? And being very clear about your outcomes. So head over to gravitytechnique.com forward slash links for all other information and to find out how to work with us. Thank you so, so much for listening. We appreciate you. Please subscribe, please share us um, and get us out to the wider world and so that we don't disappear into the podcast ether uh, and I will catch you again on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening.